Hello, hello. It has been a minute. And that is why season two is so much different than season one. And that is because I am in such a different season of my life. I feel like things have just been a little bit all over the place with transition, with like we've talked about so many times, holding both. And I'm just trying to get back into a space of being able to take care of myself so that I can overflow into you and not pour from an empty cup, Um, which is why I'm so excited that my um, Burnout to Bliss program is launching again in October because I get to re-dive into practices that um, help me to stay on track with taking care of myself because I have to practice what I preach. And in the interest in holding both, something I've been exploring lately is being able to take time when I need it, rest when I need it, get in nature when I need it, and just let that be okay. Um, I've often talked about how consistency is one of my superpowers And that's why originally when I started this podcast, it was super easy just to have an episode for you every week because I was in such a consistent flow. But since my life's been a bit turned upside down and I've been diving into some new things, some new processes, it's been harder for me to be consistent because with each new chapter comes its own challenges and its own opportunities to heal and to uncover things that maybe we thought we already healed and maybe sometimes life throws us curveballs so that we can get to that next level. My last episode was new level, new devil and I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right now and I'm in this space of what I feel like is like meeting the boss in the video game. It's like you level up, level up, level up. You, um, you know, beat the levels and whatever um, challenges in that level. And then you get to the end of the video game when you're fighting like the big boss. And I feel like everything in my life is kind of coming to a head where I'm about to fight that big thing and move over it and through it and is as scary as that is and as painful as it has been I feel like (sighs) something really good is coming so with that said I'm trying to get back on my consistency game and I'm trying to bring you back to your weekly episodes um, to keep myself accountable to that journey and beating that big boss. (laughs) So um, as you saw, the title is about focusing in the dark and I will get to that here in a moment. It's a revelation I had this evening on a walk with my husky, my Mika dog. And, um, but there were some other tidbits that I had that I wanted to share with you prior to that. And it's kind of just a reflective question that brought me back to that space of, 
oh, like, why am I not able to be consistent right now? Or what's happening, right? And a lot of time when we've experienced trauma and new things happen in our lives that um, attach to those previous experiences or feel really familiar, whether it be in our body or in our mind, um, we revert back to old habits and we revert into different spaces of the brain that don't allow us to function um, as clearly and as consistent as consistently as maybe we would like. So um, uh, if you've been following my journey for any length of time, you know that in uh, 2020, I decided to quit my full-time job so that I could work for myself and do things like record this podcast and mindset coach and health coach and contract hours um, as a social worker and therapist. And um, so uh, one of the things that I uh, came back to at last school year was being able just to contract hours um, at a local school so that I could stay connected to a population that I really love, which is kids and youth. I really believe that there are many adults in my life um, that were in my life when I was a youth that helped to shape my path um, into adulthood, even though um, maybe my primary caregiver situation wasn't as stable as I would have wanted or needed. And so I feel really grateful that I get to step into a role where I can impact kids and help them to kind of just think a little bit differently. Um, This year, I've actually also branched into mindset coaching for kids. That has been so fun. Um, It's just, it's just such a different avenue and a way to access their brains and I just think if I had the mindset tools that I have now when I was a kid like so many different choices and paths that I took in my younger adulthood would have just been so different and so I'm really excited about um, what I'm teaching kids but also more importantly or not more importantly, equally as importantly, what I'm learning from them. It's just just such an eye-opening experience. And so today I had a student who last year was really struggling. And sometimes kids, you can see that they um, mature and grow from direct interaction and tools that you've taught them. And sometimes they just age and mature and grow out of things. And it's kind of one of those, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And you'd like to think that you can take credit for their growth, but sometimes it's just something that they do on their own. And beyond that, um, you know, just as I can't take credit for my clients' failures, I can't take credit for their successes because I just hold space and they do all the work. Um, But anyway, the student had been struggling last year and this year they are just in such a better space in so many realms of life. And one of the questions I always ask, whether kids or adults or whatever, when something is going well, um, I ask what changed or what's different? What is the process? What is the data that is helping this person to thrive and succeed in a particular moment of life? Because it's not always the environment. It's, 
or the external environment, it's that internal environment that's reacting to the external. And so, you know, I asked this kid, what is different? And he said, I don't know. And I said, you know, I'd encourage you to reflect on that because when you can pinpoint what's working well for you in those times when things are not going so well, because I reminded this student that, you know, not to bring him down, but to bring him to the reality that, you know, at some point things might not be going as well as they are right now. What are the things he's going to grab for and turn to to help him get back into that better space or growth opportunity or whatever it may be? So we continue to explore that. And eventually when he left my office, I had some time to sit alone. And I always reflect on each session that I have um, before I do my case notes. And I sat there for a moment and I thought to myself, Everything in my life right now, although on the surface may seem together, internally feels very out of control and very uncertain. And I haven't always felt that way. And so then I had to ask myself the question, what was different when things felt really good? Because here's the thing, my external circumstances haven't always lent themselves to a peaceful environment, but I have been able to thrive and move through really difficult circumstances, not feeling internally chaotic, feeling internally peaceful while everything around me felt insane. And so I was like, well, what's different? What am I not doing that I was doing then? And sometimes it's just these simple, tiny, little two millimeter shifts that make all the difference. And what I recognized is um, a new thing this past couple months summer that I've um, decided I wanted to do was to start um, climbing more 14,000 foot mountains um, so that eventually I can climb all 58. And so anytime I'm not working, I've pretty much been hiking or in the wilderness when I'm not traveling. And while that is a healthy activity, it's a goal. When we start to do something new or re- align our focus other things can kind of fall to the wayside and so my main focus has been climbing as many mountains as possible and um, that's not only mentally exhausting it's physically exhausting and so by the time I'm done I want to rest I want to eat I want to sleep I don't want to do necessarily all of those other practices that I'd been doing that was helping me to maintain um, an internal mental peace. And so I reflected on this and actually spoke to a friend about it earlier. And again, like healthy activities on the surface can still be running because if I'm climbing a mountain and pushing myself to exhaustion, I'm then not forced to sit and move through a lot of the feelings that I'm having or responsibilities that I have. And one of the things I was doing before I was filling up my time was every Sunday I would sit down, I would journal, I would project my week doing something called janning or scripting. I've talked about this on a previous episode where I would visualize my week exactly as it went, write it out in the first person as if it had already happened so that it was embedded into my subconscious mind, my reticular activating system so that I could more likely than not have the week I had intentionally 
set time for, time blocked my schedule by 15 minutes so I knew where my windows of rest and my windows of productivity and creativity were. And right now or the past few weeks, I've just been flying kind of by the seat of my pants, including a bunch of travel. I'm hosting a retreat and dating, which is new to me. (laughs) Just like juggling all of these physical tangible things, but then also the emotions that get attached to that without really being intentional. And so just that one simple question, what was different, really helped lead me to a point of a reflection point of, oh, hey, I am dropping the ball on some things that are really important to me that help me to function in a much more emotionally optimal way. So that was a super helpful reflection point. So if you are in a state of what feels like chaos, perhaps just pause and bring yourself to a remembrance of a moment when you did felt feel more peaceful and at ease regardless of what was happening around you and ask yourself what was different and how you can regain that control and consistency and get yourself back into a better headspace. And if you don't know what that is or how to reflect on that on your own, ask a friend, ask a therapist, reach out to me. We don't have to do this crazy thing called life alone. (laughs) So that is my first reflection point. And the other, I'm really into life metaphors and just praying and asking God for the right answers and helping, asking to be directed in the right way. And the other thing that was really important to me was my spiritual connection and I feel like I've been praying and asking, but I haven't been listening and I haven't been hearing and I haven't felt as spiritually connected, which I know is another point that is missing in my peace. And so this evening, Mika and I went on our walk slash run in the neighborhood and, um, you know, it was getting darker. We went a little bit later than usual and it's getting darker a little bit earlier as the season is changing there's a chill in the air. I feel everything moving and transitioning and I, I'm embracing that um, my life pattern is matching actual changes in the season and trying to remain hopeful for what is coming next and while simultaneously shedding and being open to something new and beautiful and more meant for me and as we were walking, I, you know, I chose not to bring a headlamp and I knew it was going to get a little bit darker and there's no service where I live. So I just put my phone away and started walking and then started noticing and realizing, you know, it's getting dark. And that is when our eyes naturally refocus. And I don't know if you've noticed, maybe you're laying in your bed or in your room and you're looking at your phone or screen or watching TV and then you turn it off and you try to walk around. You can't see anything. It's so dark um, initially and then your eyes start to adjust. And so I allowed that to happen as I was walking and didn't have any external light. There's no street lights where I live and phones in my pocket. And as I'm walking and praying and trying to connect. I was like, you know, I haven't been hearing you. I've been asking and I haven't been hearing. And um, what had come to mind was in the darkness, we have the opportunity to shift our focus. 
And that is what was happening. I let my eyes adjust. I could walk home beautifully without any of the lights. I was able to guide myself my own ways when I was patient enough to allow my eyes to refocus. And so what I'm getting at here, the message I felt that I was receiving was sometimes darkness comes into our lives to refocus us. And I am trying to stay open to where my new focus and attention may go. I don't know where it is going to go yet, but I'm open to sitting in the darkness a little bit longer so that I can focus as clearly as possible. And I'm using this as an opportunity to regain clarity and direction and I'm grateful for the opportunity I had this evening just on a walk. You never know what life might bring you when you are intentionally focusing and paying attention. And so that is my newest message to you is if you are feeling like you are in the dark right now or you have dark spaces in your life, perhaps it is just an invitation to slow down let your eyes adjust and regain some focus so that you can find where your attention needs to go for your next move. I hope that me sharing these little bits and pieces of what I'm learning resonate and help you to move through whatever it is you're moving through. Um, I hope to stay consistent as I am refocusing my attention and being able to get you an episode here every week that is valuable and tangible. And as always, what is that one thing that you are going to do for yourself today? No matter the time of day you're listening to this, please just take one small moment for yourself. If it was listening to this podcast, maybe add on five moments of silence after, maybe some breathing, maybe some movement, whatever it is, take care of you so that you can overflow and not pour from an empty cup and just be really present with yourself wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening. It seriously means the world to me. The more we heal ourselves, the better people we are for our communities and this world. Have a beautiful afternoon, morning, evening, whatever it is. See you next time.